Welcome to QAnon Anonymous. This is Premium Episode 5, and uh, by popular request, as well as uh, the, the goodness in, in our wonderful hearts, we are giving you this, even if you aren't a subscriber, in hopes that you might one day become a Patreon subscriber at patreon.com slash QAnon Anonymous. Enjoy the episode. I am 100% behind Q. He's working for the president. He's working for our country. Alien life. Welcome, beloved patriots, to Premium Chapter 5 of the QAnon Anonymous Podcast, the QAnon Shopping Network. We are your hosts, Jake Rokotansky, Travis View, Toots, and Julian Field. We're here to empty your pockets with a very special episode about all the different ways one can spend money as a Q believer. If you thought it was just t-shirts, patches, and hats, think again. No matter how exquisite your tastes, no matter how many toes you want to suck, no matter what time of the year it is, the QAnon Shopping Network is here to fleece you so bad your grandchildren won't be getting anything this year. QSN! Fellas, I want to tell you about Freddie Benson. A little man, a little weirdo, a little troll, who lives out there on 4 and 8chan, and of course, is very friendly with Travis. Yes. Coincidence? <laughs> Yes, this is a this is subject of uh, uh, people have created conspiracy theories about me because of Freddie Benson. Exactly. So uh, so back in September, I noticed the troll that was just tearing up the uh, 8chan Q research board who went by the name of Freddie Benson. And I don't know where the name came come from exactly, but Freddie Benson also happens to be the name of uh, Steve Martin's character in uh, Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, in which yeah. he plays a con artist. Mm-hmm. So, um, so Freddie was very, very disruptive to to the community. He was loud and you know obnoxious, and uh, but he also like brought up like cogent points about um, mm-hmm. you know Q's failure to deliver. Yeah, and so they they all all the anons on Q research they complained about uh, Freddie's presence <laughs> there. They wanted to, they, it was it was really p- pathetic, honestly. Yeah, and uh, so so. I, I started taking screenshots of Freddie Benson's posts, and they're like one of the things that the followers of my Twitter account I think love the most. I think they love Freddie's posts the way guy's more a than fucking mine. Genius, yes, he is. He's a demented genius. He's very, very funny. And the what, what interesting thing about Freddie is that how he posts is that he uses the chance all wrong. And since he breaks like all the etiquette rules that they <laughs> yeah. have there, yeah, yeah, just yeah. to be super obnoxious, <laughs> like he filled out the, the name field. When making posts, so he, he had a unique name, Freddie Benson. <laughs> and this is a practice called name fagging on on image boards. <laughs> we do not condone this no way, no, this, is, no, this, this term. Is, this is uh, purely for science. He posts, so he posts in all red caps, which is oh, you know, I love really, really super obnoxious because it is. So just to give you a, like a sort of a sense of like what Freddie posted. So here are fr- three Freddie Benson posts. I know it's back on September nineteenth. Uh, so j- this is what he said. QAnon Bakers, remember that time QAnon posted some obviously shopped Antifa flag and tried to convince everyone it was a Nazi flag and then people were like, whoa, bro, this is ob-shopped and then QAnon just tripled down and posted more fake photos? I got this. See, QAnon makes up shit to sell t-shirts and mugs, been working hard for about a year, just trust your fucking plan, but a t-shirt don't worry about this gibberish false prophecies, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this is uh, one of my favorite posts of his. It's shorter, but it's great. Yeah. I am become Freddy destroying of Boomer Chans. <laughs> so somewhere along the way, Freddy introduced a new character, Freddy's cat Toots. And this is a self-destructive alcoholic cat who is always dead or dying at some point. <laughs> so I, these are two posts I captured that they were on uh, from on Thanksgiving Day from Freddie Benson. So there's a picture of uh, Toots's head with the letters R.I.P. over his face. Yep. And Freddie writes, 
Hi, assholes. Q is a liar, and you are boomer chumps one year later. How are the arrests? Are you ready? Is America unified? 11-11-18? Midterms safe. That is why 65 investigations into POTUS. Fuck you, assholes. Please pay for toots. R.I.P. Lil Fighter. <laughs> one more toots post. This is uh, also on Thanksgiving. It's like a cosmic toots. Toots is on a space background. Anans, please pray for Toots. Toots is very drunk. The holidays are always the worst. I hid the gin, but Toots bring his own. Please pray for Lil for Toots Anans, Lil Fighter. <laughs> Freddie is so good at trolling that Q responded to a Freddie post on December the yes, second. Yes, that's when you know you're getting yes, through, right. baby. So so Freddie writes. Oh. What happened to 11-11-18 Unified America? Day, you disgusting liar fraud. Answer Freddy, you fucking F-word. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Freddy uh, is not uh, uh, politically correct. <laughs> and then Q writes, think waves worldwide, define unified. Oh my God. 17. Mm -hmm. Sat knockout forced new class tech online by who? Controlled, moment activated, 17. Do you believe in coincidences? Do you believe your efforts here persuade people to stop the pursuit of truth? Brackets C-A underscore J. There is a place for everyone. Q. Even though he's trying to put some, you know, weird military stuff in there, he's also kind of trying to be like, hey, man, like we have our little space on the Internet. And yeah. well, why don't you maybe go to another place? Yeah. There's a place for everybody, you know? Yeah. What is C-A underscore J? So no one knows. Uh, a lot of people suspected that it was it stood for uh, it was some sort of code to to help make sense of who it is. Like one uh, possible answer I heard is the Canadian Association of Journalists. So they're trying to say it's someone in Canada, Canadian yeah. journalist or something. Yeah, Freddie Benson is clearly a Canadian journalist. Right. Yeah. This is you a, can one tell. theory passed out, but like I don't yeah. think anyone has cracked exactly what this meant. Yeah. Did you used to troll message boards, well, Travis? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so yeah, I. Yeah, yeah, I, I in my younger days, really? I used to be an obnoxious troll on message boards. Interesting. It was a, it was. A, Can you tell us which message boards? Or well, there was a. See, back in the day, a, there was a one called uh, the Temple of the Screaming Electron. So you know, it was it was a fun thing to do because you're an asshole and you made people notice you. And if you did it a really good way, then like people liked you. And then uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, it's so, an art. But this guy is a master. This is a master troll right here, Freddie Benson. <laughs> yeah, he is. You he, can tell he's incredible. Yeah. Um, so now that we've established who Freddie Benson and his trusty alcoholic cat Toots are, we have a very special segment for you. We will be reading from a missive Freddie shot our way on Saturday, in which he lifts the veil of mystery and shares some truths with us all. You might be thinking, like, they're making this shit up. And honestly, we are also thinking that whoever wrote this in might have been making it up. But once you hear it, instinct on a gut level... I think this is real. Yeah, it would be really, really strange if it wasn't. If it, it isn't, se it seems like someone with deep knowledge of, of Freddie Benson. Yeah. So if it isn't, then congratulations, uh, you have owned us. I suppose. Yeah. Well, um, it wouldn't be the first time. Okay. <laughs> uh, we are used to stepping on rakes. So Freddie uh, wrote into us. How did Freddie get into Q in the first place? I started monitoring the Q phenomenon back when it broke. First, I found a link on the Rumor Mill news website. This speaks to a long-standing sweet tooth I have for garbage internet and its flora and fauna of conspiracy research boards. Back in the day, I followed Rents.com, Art Bell, and the like, and have always returned like a dog to its vomit. Rumor Mill news is perhaps the boiler room entrance to the lowest levels of internet hell, and perhaps you're familiar. Anyway, 
You probably saw leading up to the 2016 election, there were several Anons posting over at 4chan that were dropping similar leaks as Q, FBI Anon being very famous among the group. It's true that historically there has been at least one legit intel drop on 8chan, at least that I could find mentioned in a news story. And of course, Trump rode that 10-year-old frog meme to some success in 2016 as a shitposter par excellence, so I was very interested in this operation as it unfolded. But as we all know, Q went through some turbulent times in the early days, Freddie writes. Of course, the entire Q thing broke down really fast after no one was rounded up in November 2016 as promised, but having not before ventured into the Chan culture, I was admittedly hooked by what I was seeing there. Yes, I was familiar with the reports, but had never seen it up close. Things started to fall apart for Q even more when the original poll assholes almost immediately rejected Q and his followers. I'm convinced that followers of sites like Rumor Mill News compromised the body of the hardcore Q followers and have entirely replaced that original poll audience from pretty much the start of the Q operation. So yeah, I followed it all. From the board migrations, to the trip code switches, to the public humiliation of poor Baruch the scribe, and the coup instigated by pamphlet and breadbox. How fucking idiotic one feels in typing those words. <laughs> so, okay, but why does Freddy do it? What gets his goat, he writes. A man can only stand so much sustained absurdity. <laughs> Q committed many sins, but the worst was in fostering and cultivating this movement of complete morons. I found this dangerous, as did others, I'm sure, at whom these insane cultists have decided to take aim. I am all too well familiar with cults, having been raised in a fundamentalist religious cult and knowing full well of their tricks and dangers. No one, no one, is not susceptible to a cult under the right, incredibly banal conditions. Most of these poor folks are harmless. The vast majority are completely harmless, stupid people. But of course, one is all it takes. So due to all this, uh, the artist currently known as Freddie Benson was born. He writes... The Freddy persona probably emerged sometime in May or June after I finally started posting specifically to annoy this crowd as much as possible. People complain about the authoritarian nature of SJWs and progressives, and there are many valid discussions to be had along those lines, but I never have seen such a rabid audience of complete morons begging for military tribunals and executions of people who are shitposting on a Chan board. Then came the Q merch and the fucking bumper stickers. I didn't want to go to war. Nobody <laughs> does. What was I supposed to do? So the options were simple. You hate red text in all caps, huh? You keep telling me don't fill out that name field, new fag? Don't be a fame faggot? You think the press is getting all your idiotic terminology wrong? You don't say. So that's the story of Freddie Benson. When I realized that filling out the name field would result in all to clicks, I just wanted a name I could easily remember. And apropos of nothing, so of course I turned to a great film and a great performance by Steve Martin as Freddie Benson in Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Truly a classic. But has Michael Caine ever made a bad film? <laughs> Toots came about simply as a troll on the Dear Q, I'm just a simple quadriplegic patriotic anon whose mom just died of cancer, please pray post, to which, the Q, to which Q, the shameless grifter, seems sympathetic. But heavy hangs the crown for Freddie Benson and his squire Toots. He writes about the impact of his frenetic activities. Now, I would confess to you and the world that I have a problem with Freddy. Some poor soul observed that the amount of posts and time he, she spends on here is almost unhuman-like. This is fair and shameful to me. <laughs> I can't stop posting his Freddy Benson and his adorable drunk cat toots. It's a real problem. Like, I work full-time in a position I enjoy and live an entirely quiet, boring, pretty pathetic life with my own joys and sorrows that are unimpressive and mostly unimportant to anyone. I'm an honest employee who never shit posts at work, nor has any interest in doing so. I quietly do a great job and have been successful in my career for many, many years. As Freddy has said many times, I keep a tidy home. I'm an introverted hermit by nature. Enjoy books, quiet, singing birds, and watching ducks swim in ponds. I don't even drink, rarely go out at night. 
I've been this way for years. My academic interests and background are in the history of thought, ideas, and religion. I have lately been posting that Freddy is Johan Kulianu because I admire and have studied his great work on the power of Eros in Renaissance ideals, of magic, and how there is a direct line in history from these magicians to advertising agencies and the memetic warfare of today. For the record, I've always hated the original pseudo-scientific notion of the meme, but have come to accept its vulgar usage as understood on the internet. Oh, I love Freddy. He's got too big a brain. You can tell. His, his yeah. poor brain gives him a run for his money. I'm a fucking man out of time. In some other age, I would have died asleep and stooped over my illuminated text in my monk's cell. Politically, who knows where I stand. I used to hang out with anarchists back in the 1990s, but deeply admire Trump's ability to shitpost the entire world. Trump is even more fascinating than Q. How can we not admit this? The world is a broken piece of shit. Everyone's gone off the rails. People on all sides behave no better than the Q-tards. God help us all. I like toots. As such, I will fight this fucking battle until the bitter end. Many of you are asking, but how do you come up with this stuff, Monsignore Freddy? On this topic, Mr. Benson expounds. There is no method in what I do. I imagine it's like an improvisational comedy act. It certainly feels that way. I show up and riff off the complete idiocy. I guess that's why I can't stop. It's too easy. I can genuinely make myself laugh over and over. I mean, sometimes I'm dying here at what happens on that board. And now there are several Freddies and many Toots memers. Some on that board have argued that Toots was the perfect egregore and had the potential to become large. I don't give a shit. I'm just here to shitpost. <laughs> I have zero social media footprint and plan on living my sundowning years in some retirement golf course somewhere in Tucson or Florida. Once my Dogecoin goes to the moon. <laughs> once my <laughs> He's amazing. I fucking love this guy. Uh, once my Dogecoin goes to the moon and we are all Bitcoin millionaires in that near-distant day of glorious D-class. But since I've gone to war, Tuss has indeed been weaponized, and lately I've been working the board using all to Eros and magic. Oh, my God. So that's um, that's it for Freddy so far. You know, uh, we, we did cut out a, a couple of, of other bits, um, but mostly those bits were just him explaining why he doesn't really want to appear on the podcast in person. Um he argues that, uh, probably falsely, I would say, Freddie, you're giving yourself not enough credit here, but he, he argues that he wouldn't make a good uh, kind of radio personality, that his yeah. voice wouldn't translate. That, you know, I mean, I understand he's made, a, he's made a character. It's very hard to be anything like Freddie Benson. It well, because you say, Freddie, you're a personal hero of mine. So, <laughs> so if you could rethink your uh, decision to not come on the podcast, I'd be very appreciative. But I mean, I get it because, like, <laughs> the thing is, is whatever his voice is, it's not gonna, it's it's not gonna compare to what everybody sort of makes up in their head. It's like why you could never do a Calvin and Hobbes movie. It's a different medium. It's yeah, like, it's like he you know, expresses right? himself in sort of yes. a different way, and so it would not translate. <laughs> but Absolutely. but yeah. I hear what you're saying. But people are interested in the person. That's I think that's what maybe Freddie or or the real real person behind Freddie doesn't get. We're interested in both what you do online as Freddie and also what you would be like as a podcast guest. They won't obliterate each other. Come on the pod, Freddie. Listener, hopefully we'll be uh, conducting a deeper interview uh, with Freddie in the near future. He has, at, at the very least, agreed to answer questions that we would email him. So so you can look forward to that. Let's get in to the QAnon Shopping Network. Cue the sound, Jake. QSN. If you remember, the Florida law enforcement officer who got in trouble for rocking a Q patch bought it on Amazon. So I decided to go investigate the little-known <laughs> online web store to see what I could buy 
Searching for QAnon, Amazon immediately barfed up thousands of results. There are, of course, plenty of different t-shirts and hats and patches that say Q, where we go when we go all, trust the plan. But I also found a pair of incredibly festive red socks that look like classic, if a little over-the-top Christmas wear, but say Q, trust the plan, pray, which is just so, it sounds so threatening to me. Even though there's not that much exciting Q merch on Amazon, there's just tons of the same bullshit-ass shirt copied a million times over. Some of them are probably like, you know, these Chinese companies that just uh, um, bank on any search term that starts trending in the United States because they know they can sell stuff through Amazon. Uh, But others are probably, you know, real people putting up like shirts or whatever. Um, One consistent thing that I've found across all these generic items is that they were pretty badly made. Uh, and even if they had some like kind of reviewers that would go in and like try to patch things up, like when you got the one person who was just really being honest, it was brutal. (laughs) Um, so let's look at the, uh, some reviews for the t-shirt. Uh, it's a a classic, a huge Q with the U S flag. Uh, there are bolts of lightning, uh, popping off around it. It says where we go, one, we go all. And, uh, KRK has left a little review here. Q, Q, Q. Great fit, material, well made. Beautiful shirt with beautiful message to spread your Q spirit. Where we go one, we go all. Patriots! Bad Judy is convinced that there's a deeper plot to not allow her to buy this thing on Amazon. So her her review is just, again, unable to buy. Again, strange goings on. And yet she still gives it four stars. She gave it four stars. She's like, well, I mean, it's still a Q thing, but I'm I'm about a star confused right now. Uh, Bros me... Uh, wrote, history in the making, purchased for historical value. So these are people who believe that Q, like the storm will come and it'll be like, it'll be like you were supporting the team before they won the World Cup or whatever, you know? Yeah. Uh, I love that. Uh, And then Edson A. Rivera gives it only three stars and says, the shirt smells funny. I had to wash them immediately because of that only get three stars. (laughs) So bad smell has led this man to say no, no to Q. Um, here's another shirt that doesn't seem like a great buy. It's another Q, uh, similar design, uh, but the reviews here are a little more furious about uh, the lack of quality uh, that we're dealing with. So um, Rachel says, not good quality, will shrink at least three sizes. Hate it. <laughs> <laughs> Valentine says, one star. I ordered a large for my husband and it is two sizes too small. I could wear it. Okay. Darren J. Blagden says, my twin sister ordered this thing. It's lovely and fits well. Looks nice on too. However, I'm dyed in the wool moderate and she's a total Republican. As you might imagine, we don't talk politics. Apparently I'm far too compassionate. Shirt's going to cause an abdication. Now, I'm not sure how, (laughs) how you make your way to the reviews of Amazon to say that, but fuck man. I mean, we hope you, you and your sister like figure it out. You know, it's important to stick with family and like we believe in you. Um, Life's bitchin'. Uh, writes, I would order at least a size larger if I was to buy again from this maker. Design seems good. I have not washed it yet. Afraid if it shrinks, it will become a hand-me-down. Um, so it sounds like somebody is t-shirt grifting. Uh, but not everyone is a Q believer in the Amazon review section. So Jbro has come on to give us uh, a little review. Great kitchen accessory. I was making meatloaf one night and ran out of tin foil to cover it from becoming dry in the oven. I heard a knock on my door and opened it to find a mysterious package on my porch. 
I opened it up and was blown away by the beauty and majestic nature of this shirt, as if Noah himself sent down a unicorn to have a shroom party with me. I originally wanted to wear this glorious shirt, but immediately remembered my meatloaf. I had a solution to my problem. The only product uh, that acts like tinfoil in a superior capacity, a conspiracy theory shirt. I draped my meatloaf in its protective shield from the deep state of my oven and baked for 17 minutes on 375. Upon opening my oven, I was greeted to the intoxicating smell of insanity and beef. And as my nostrils took in the wonderful aroma, I could feel my years of higher education evaporating from my prefrontal cortex. I never got around to eating the meatloaf because the haters were pounding at my doors, but I imagine it would have been the best possible meatloaf bestowed upon me by our heavenly fathers. So <laughs> this guy uh, is a skeptic, you know, and I, I don't personally, I don't appreciate that, man. So don't come into our community and, and kick, kick stuff over. And don't you know there's shills everywhere? Disgusting. So we got a great Q sticker here, and Travis is going to read some of some some reviews uh, for this Q sticker. So uh, J E Jewel says, uh, give it a five star review. Says good size. The review says nice size, not too big. I follow Q and on text. Love pragmatic analysis. So, <laughs> he, just, he just like want you know. Yeah, right. Hey hey guys, is this a message board? Yeah, this is. Is this like Amazon this, Chan? He's Good. like, if they're shutting down vote and stuff, like I'm cool with <laughs> I'm that. Fucking, oh, meet me in the Amazon reviews, brother. <laughs> meet me in the Amazon reviews. <laughs> Never, sorry, I made a clip. I'm you sorry. made a clip. Never forget the 14 words. Never forget. <laughs> Another review for the sticker. People getting red pilled on Amazon reviews. <laughs> <laughs> so right. Calbo says another nice five star review. He says nice sticker. Arrived promptly, excellent quality, and easy to apply. Would purchase it again. Looks great near my Trump sticker. Hope it irritates the Democrat, liberal, socialists, and rhino Republicans alike. Happy face. <laughs> I love that these people are so fucking furious that they can't make it through a review of a t-shirt they like without like without calling out like the rest of their family that won't have dinner with them anymore. It's incredible uh, to me. Uh, like somehow that they think they're like, well, I'm buying a cute T-shirt, so naturally oh, the other it. the other people in the reviews are going to be like like-minded people. Like okay. maybe, maybe my community is here. Jake is literally weeping. He's <laughs> weeping and he's wiping his eyes. Uh, um, but uh, they're not all positive reviews. Tragically, <laughs> according to one purchaser, one star review, imperfect rough edges. It has scuffed rough edges that are noticeable. $7 for a four-inch sticker? Come on. <laughs> it should be at least be perfect. Maybe I got a bad one. I would like a replacement, but I already put this one on my truck, oh, so I'm sure taking it off would make it unreturnable. I wanted to have it on for an event I was going to, and that's why I did not send it back. So wait, I want to. There's, there's, I want to imagine. Story. There's so much talking, but but I I he he also took pictures of it on his car. Yes. Yes. Um, but it. but also by the way the scuffed rough edge if I'm not wrong from looking at it it looks like, like uh, by design yeah the design it looks like the shitty font that they chose like it's a kind of like a somewhat like old fashioned typewriter font and it just has a deformation on the left of the cube but it doesn't seem accidental um, also what event is he going to that he wants <laughs> yeah, right. that he needs to have a cue sticker on his truck he's like if I don't have it on my truck by that event. Yeah, and um, the thing is, is it's not like he's not like to go to the rally, uh, you know, in six twelve or whatever. Uh, it's, it's like actually it's to go a nameless event. It's actually for my daughter's birthday. That socialist bitch. <laughs> so another bad review. Oh, this here one's so good from KG. 
Uh, and, and KG laments, poor quality delivered with garbage, too. Poor quality delivered with garbage, garbage too. <laughs> that is... I'm, I'm fucking dying. They use, like, empty Carl's Jr. cups and shit to, like, protect the sticker. There's, like, an open chicken nugget sauce and, like, just a banana peel. <laughs> You know, the funniest fucking part is I know what probably happened. These stickers are not being delivered from the United States. They're being delivered from like who the fuck knows where. And they probably are just using local newspapers to pad the box. And they're like, oh, my God, there's Chinese on this newspaper. It's fucking garbage. (laughs) So uh, the review says extremely poor quality made sticker. I know as I used to be in the business of making <laughs> stickers, signs, posts, dude, buttons, etc. Dude, dude, is this not a fucking Chan convention? Yeah. The like, I'm the specialist of the field that yeah. we we happen to be discussing in this thread? Yeah, He's fully percent. fucking pulling it. He's like, I would know. I'm a doctor. <laughs> I'm a sticker doctor. And the quality on this is poor, especially for the price point. Now to add insult to injury, <laughs> when I opened the package after it arrived... It had more than just the sticker that I had ordered. It was also stuffed with garbage. Yes, garbage. And next on the QAnon Shopping Network, we'll be visiting Etsy. QSN. Have you ever thought, gee, I want to wear a little something to remind myself that Hillary Clinton sexually assaults, murders, and drinks the blood of children? Well, Etsy seller American Garlic has your back. They are selling a bracelet entitled Q, There Is Nothing More Precious Than Our Children Think Children Conversation Starter Gold Chain Charm Bracelet. It's basically a little chain bracelet that features a little slice of pizza, a little white rabbit, a little Q, and what I assumed were some uh, random extra ornaments. Not so, as you'll find out in a moment. Before that, let's just appreciate how cool and normal it is to look down at your wrist and think of the sprawling pedophilic (laughs) smuggling ring that feed children to the cabal. Here is the description text on Etsy. If you found this piece, chances are... You've been red-pilled, and you have a pretty good idea of how deep the rabbit hole goes. You know what Alice and others have been up to, and you are looking for a way to show your support for bringing evil to justice or to help red-pill others. Oh, that's In the more detailed description, you can really see American Garlic's mind at work. Uh, she goes through the different elements on the bracelet and explains them. Cross. In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith. Ephesians 6.10-18, to 18, love never fails. 1 Corinthians 13.4.13, 13, dark to light. <laughs> Map, 3,000 plus saved in SA alone. W.W. W. Lane shut down. News unlocks map. Everything has meaning. Everything. You have more than you know. The map has everything. Now, please keep in mind this is an Etsy product description. Q, follow the EOs. We are crushing these sick people. We are the cure. We have it all. The world will know the truth. God bless, patriot. White rabbit. Who are the white rabbits? Pizza. Gate. You can't imagine the size of this. Made with love and prayers for the children. <laughs> that is so cool, so normal, and so great. Uh, she actually has other bracelets, including one that has a plane which represents, you guessed it, Epstein's infamous Lolita Express. <laughs> um, a quick look around Etsy revealed a golden Q Christmas ornament that seemed crafted with extra love. Here's the description. Do you need a gift for a member of the Q Brigade? Here is a special ornament 
all done up in glittery gold in honor of our beloved president. It is a beautiful keepsake for those who know that Q is the real deal. We also found a, quote, yardsy, which seems to be a lawn game. The seller explains. Here you go, fellow patriots. Roll the dice while waiting for the newest QAnon posts. Red pill your friends and family <laughs> while having fun playing the giant outdoor version of <laughs> A giant outdoor version of Yahtzee. Which, he's going to explain how Have it... Have fun and red pill your friends. <laughs> Can you imagine like somebody shaking Someone his brings you over giant to hang bucket. out and have some beers and he's trying to red pill you over a yard game? Yeah, but it's like a giant bucket with like giant fuzzy dice in it and shit. And he's like, dude, did you know that JFK Jr. is still alive? Now, the P is for pedophile. Oh my God. Okay, so she continues. That's the giant outdoor version of Yahtzee called Yardzy. It's easy to play and everyone will want to join in. Perfect for kids, teens, and adults. You can also add an extra die and have two games. Farkle, see add-on. <laughs> These are great gifts for Christmas, birthdays, weddings, Father's Day, camping, or tailgating, and red pill. <laughs> <laughs> the old uh, tailgate and red pill. <laughs> the old one-two punch. <laughs> oh my God, this is the best line. Uh, I love oh, America. Terrifying. I love America. These are like sacraments and holidays and beautiful things. Uh, Send the grad away to school uh, with a clean, fun game to play on campus while they red pill their <laughs> friends. Oh God. I mean, you, okay, you are trying to sell a yard game right. on Etsy, and this is the shit that you're fucking talking about. Right, well, yeah, the okay. selling points convert them to, the, you know, the Q. The yeah. guy is saying, whoever wrote this is saying... The people closest to you, the ones you love, you need to be actively trying to change their brains. Yep. You need to mm -hmm. be actively modifying what they think. I'm going to go ahead and say that no matter what side of the spectrum you land on politically, no one should be doing that. That's not a thing you should be out there trying to fucking do is like yeah. do, do mind control on your loved ones. So, you know, I mean, although Yahtzee in it's, the yard sounds amazing. I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's evangelical Christianity. You know, there's a yeah. feeling like you have a duty to spread the word. Next up on the QAnon shopping network, we have the QAnon comic book. QSN. Where we go one, we go all. <laughs> <laughs> Can you hear that sound? That's the sound of angry comic book readers. That's the real storm. But when there's injustice, superheroes like X-Man and Spider-Boy come to the rescue. In the QAnon world, every believer is an overweight, confused Batman with their own version of Alfred speaking into their ears. I'm speaking, of course, about our beloved Q whispering kind, guiding words into their ear about how Hillary will 100% be garroted tomorrow and flung off a yacht in the dead of night. Or it doesn't matter that your children no longer want you around for Christmas. <laughs> But of course, comic books, the sacred slabs upon which all of human history shall be engraved, are not an exact mirror of reality. They are much hotter and more yoked than that. Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you a QAnon comic book, currently in crowdfunding. Well, actually, it's not a whole new comic book. It's kind of a QAnon-flavored chapter in an existing comic book entitled Alt Hero, released on Arkhaven Comics, self-described as, quote, making comics great again. Yes, Arkhaven and its umbrella publisher, Castalia House, were on the wrong side of what people in the industry are calling Comicsgate, which is just a fancy name for a bunch of triggered comic book fans complaining about women, people of color, and LGBT folks getting more than a throwaway line. 
and putting together robust harassment campaigns against any comic book social justice warriors. So what is Alt Hero uh, and who is behind it? Uh, well, this is the description of the first issue of the comic. When Captain Europa offers Janelle Janere a recruitment deal she can't refuse, the French model doesn't hesitate to sign up <laughs> with the Global Justice Initiative. After all, they're providing her with a killer apartment in Brussels, a new outfit, and even a flashy new name, in addition to paying her an awful lot of money. And it's even tax-free. But is there a catch? <laughs> and how is a group of superhumans based in Europe going to go about establishing global justice anyway? Okay, uh, so so far, just in that first, uh, you, you can see some cryptic right-wing anti-EU stuff. They're they're introducing Captain Europa, who's at the head of uh, like a kind of global justice league, which is of course uh, social justice uh, warrior stuff. Um, so, what what about uh, volume two? It was only a matter of time before the mysterious man hunting illegal immigrants and turning them over to the local immigration and customs uh, enforcement office was identified. This is. A positive protagonist, by the way. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. The mysterious man hunting illegal immigrants and turning them over to the local immigration and customs enforcement. That, in the world of these people, you just read about a good guy who was unmasked. So that's like his like good day job? Yeah. That's like this superhero. It's like, Dude, that's what he does like during I, the day. Have you ever thought like, what if Spider-Man was the same, except just racist? Right. <laughs> like, he only used his powers <laughs> against illegal immigrants. Yeah. And after Michael Martell is informed that uh, the Antifa leader he beat up is the son of a powerful state politician, he knows he has to make himself scarce in a hurry. Fortunately, the man who has been stalking Martell has need of someone who won't hesitate to punch first and ask questions later in order to free a young woman who has been taken into custody by UN's Superhuman Protective Council. So, okay, so the UN is a villain. Yeah. Uh, this guy, Michael Martell, who d just does all that stuff we just described that sucks, uh, also beat up an Antifa leader. So volume three is a generic summary, which is really boring, but let's go on to volume four. Inspired by the German government's crackdown on nationalists in Berlin, Antifa is now on the march in Paris. Okay, just, so they're literally, the first line, once again, once again, they've managed to make it a, a, a positive, or a negative thing that the German government cracked down on nationalists in Berlin. Now, what are German nationalists? And despite being hunted by the police and the Global Justice Initiative, Jean-Michael Durand is determined to stand with his generation against the enemies of France. But how can even the most steadfast nationalists hope to stop Antifa when the riot police, a United Nations incident team, and Captain Europa himself are standing in their way? Uh, they're barely changing Jean-Marie Le Pen's name. Yeah. Uh, so... Yeah. Okay. Uh, so now we're proper fashing, baby. Yeah. You know those. You, you, you watched that movie, right? Yeah. Oh, you guys like that movie? Yeah. It's Austin Powers. It's Austin Powers. It's a really good comedy. Um, so who's behind it? Well, the publisher is a guy called Theodore Beale, which sounds like the name of a countess's teacup dog. Uh, because he is cosplaying as the savior of the white race, Theodore likes to call himself Vox Dei, which alludes to the Latin term Vox Populi, or Voice of the People. So Theodore is actually cosplaying as the defender of our ancient and sacred Caucasian tradition of making every female character drag double Ds across the comic book page. He started as a writer for World Net Daily alongside such kings as Jerome Corsi and Ben Shapiro. And Theodore's dad was a sovereign citizen-style guy who went to jail for protesting taxes. 
He got started as an artiste in the world of science fiction, writing several novels called shit like Riding the Red Horse, A Throne of Bones, A Sea of Skulls, The Altar of Hate, The Wrath of Angels, A Magic Broken, The Last Witch King, The War in Heaven, and The War Dog's Coin. Later, Those all sound like awesome video games. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say A Throne of Bones. <laughs> Sounds like you're going to get fucked real hard. Yeah. <laughs> Later, he wrote cool books like SJWs Always Lie and uh, a follow-up, SJWs Always Double Down, which, which is so funny because you're literally doubling down on your argument with a second book. Uh, <laughs> Cuckservatives and finally Jordanetics, a book about Jordan Peterson that in a turn of tables claims to build a, quote, shocking case against him. A case against what? Uh, against Jordan Peterson and, and him being a, a great thinker. Uh, I mean, anyone with half a brain doesn't trust, doesn't need to yeah. have that guy debunked. He's just a piece of shit on face value. Vox Day has always been a miserable little bitch, and he was part of a movement called the Rabid Puppies, uh, who tried to repeatedly to sabotage the Hugo Awards because they hated social justice warriors in the science fiction scene. He also goes on Infowars frequently. Unsurprisingly, Vox loves Q. In fact, he frequently reposts friends of the show's Neon Revolt's disjointed boomerants. Listen to episode 14, Soros, Rent Boys, Destroy Neon Revolt, for more on that. Anyways, uh, Vox also runs Castelia House, which publishes comics and books described as 100% SJW free. So Vox wants to make a Q-flavored chapter in the Alt-Hero series and took to Indiegogo asking for $50,000. Unfortunately, the platform did not enjoy being used to raise money for a comic book that promotes a crypto-fascist conspiracy theory, and Indiegogo locked the campaign. Vox Day then took to his own publisher website and used some weird crowdfunding plugin, probably. I don't care enough to check. Point is, he asked for five times less money this time, $10,000. They are currently halfway there. On Vox's own blog, he once posted a definition of what the alternative right is. Point 14 of his explanation is a variation on the infamous neo-Nazi 14 words. It reads, The alt-right believes we must secure the existence of white people and a future for white children. The 14 words can be traced back to David Lean, who founded the white supremacist and neo-Nazi group The Order, members of which committed a variety of crimes, including the murder of a Jewish man. In fact, David Lane and The Order believed a cabal of Jews controlled the media. Sound familiar? In his blog post, Vox then tries to make point 15 and 16 about how the alt-right actually isn't a white supremacist thing. They just want different races to live separately and in peace. Lol, what a little fucking Nazi loser. So, what's inside the QAnon comic? Well, it's not out yet, but the samples provided are pretty funny. The protagonist, a super operator badass dude, breaks into a rich actor's mansion who is deliberately portrayed as effeminate, and the actor then giddily shows the protagonist child porn on his computer, a reference to the supposed pedophilia ring QAnon believers are always on about. The operator guy, who listens to Q in his ears during the mission, then chokes the actor out and leaves, <laughs> saying he wishes he could kill him. The guy is dead the next day, of course, and Mr. Operator wonders why. It's probably the deep state, pedos, etc. Basically, this comic would make a great gift for the family member you're waging psychological warfare against this year. <laughs> uh, the writer of the comic, funnily enough, is Chuck Dixon. He got famous for writing The Punisher in the 90s, and The Punisher symbol seems to be a recurring theme in the QAnon community. I guess Chuck got red-pilled along the way. Rip. Makes sense. <laughs> Before we move on, I'd like to thank Jacob Mercy for giving us the skinny on Vox and his stupid empire of adult babies. Jacob has a podcast called Giving the Mic to the Wrong Person, and you should go check it out. But listener, what if your predilections are of the flesh? What if 
you were more than a little thirsty and even willing to bottom. Well, we present to you with all admiration and respect, the QAnon Dominatrix. Now, before we get into this, uh, we wanted to put a little disclaimer here. We support sex workers and the kink community, and we don't want to dox or harm this person in any way. For that reason, we're going to change all names in the story. Of course, I'm sure there are plenty of ways to find out who this person is, but we ask that you not do anything like that. Just enjoy some kidding around and leave the QAnon Dominatrix alone. Also, we are aware that including a Dominatrix who is a person in an episode entitled QAnon Shopping Network could be misinterpreted. To be clear, we are not implying that this person is an object, merely that she provides services in exchange for money. Okay, now that we've established boundaries, it's time to get kinky. Countess Whip's Twitter profile reads as follows. Hashtag alt lifestyle educator slash consultant. This page is a spouting off zone. Hashtag where we go one, we go all. Hashtag QAnon. She recently retweeted Joe M, a.k.a. Storm is Upon Us. The tweet read, 58,000 sealed indictments. Hashtag here comes the pain. She also thinks 5G cellular networks are, quote, Death tech. Her website is very GeoCities, and here is the intro text. Welcome to my wonderful world. Disclaimer. Expect the language within this site shall be an exacting, domineering nature. After all, you are now in my house, that of an alpha femme domina. Continue on and enjoy. Survey the following adult content warning below, and only if you qualify may you submit to me by hitting the light gray button at the bottom of this page, which states, yes, your highness... I submit, and then you are mine to do with as I see fit. Uh, so I'm going to read you a section that she calls The Seduction. The Seduction. We are finally in the dungeon together. You are a willing captive, my domain. Surrounding us, the candles' flames flicker, their provocative dance upon the chamber's stone walls. Intoxicating aromas fill the air, deliciously seductive perfume, leather equipment, exotic incense. It is a sultry, sensual evening. Excitement abounds. The time has come. The hour of reckoning. Hedonistically ravenous, you have come to be fed that erotic poison you crave. Tonight you shall serve and worship me, I command you. Yes, your highness, you respond, both of us undeniably understanding that like a cat with her sweet little imprisoned mouse, you're simply my plaything. Desirous of pleasing me, you're eagerly willing to obey all, deeply lusting for rewards. That seductive titillation, that pain, that pleasure, that erotic poison you crave. Our erotica adventure begins. As protocol dictates your proper prostration, I tower over you, riding crop, collar, and unbreakable chain-link leash in hand, the derrigueur symbols of your captivity, servitude, and complete submission. Thus, once I collar you, I begin to move about the dungeon chamber preparing for what is to come, your demise, my entertainment, my luscious raven mane sensually cascades to the waist of my tightly fitted black leather dress. My gartered and stockinged, shapely feminine legs and perfectly pedicured, high-arched, size 6.5 stilettoed feet present forth my 5'11", quite intimidating for you to behold, a glorious, erotically powerful, statuesque display of sinfully seductive alpha femme domina vixen curves. Fuck. That's... A long sentence with a lot of nouns, uh, those of which command the utmost of attention, respect, and worship. So, you relish those last moments left between us before the impending blindfold and gag to come, when you still have the privilege, but only with my permission, to speak and sneak a peek at my deliciously stellar 41D2941, that erotic poison that you crave. 
And now we're going to have, we're going to have, we're going to have the person who seems the least into this. <laughs> Travis View. Do the know me section. Mm, okay. <clears throat> know me. Utterly detesting idiocy in my pets. There is nothing I enjoy more in a loyal subject than one who thinks and therefore wants to know more. See, that's like you and your followers on Twitter. Hence are being here on this page together now. <laughs> Welcome and take a seat. Yes, my lovely pet. Take a seat where you belong, always and only at my glorious stilettoed feet. I like that she's on a page, but also sitting down. So it's right. more and more confusing image in my brain. <laughs> Jake, I, I want to ask you something. Does this sound like the sexiest Travis can make his voice? Um, to me, I feel like he could, I don't know, put in a little more sex. Into, I, just, I, I, I wouldn't do that to him. I just, I just, want, I just well, wouldn't push him. Okay, you know, fine. All right. I count this whip. <laughs> All right. Okay. No, no, keep going. I count this whip, the proverbial royal bitch, <laughs> and well-seasoned all-American woman, a natural-born alpha female, who long ago was classically mentored by the world-renowned Domina, Legend Belle de Jour, and today I am a 20-plus years experience, long-term, 24-7 lifestyle, and former long-term professional dominatrix, who is now freshly returned to the professional public arena from hiatus. Holy ma- shit, Making man. myself once again available to eager participants for torment and instruction. All resumes of submission, service, loyalty, and worship shall be accepted daily. In my presence, you fully understand there is no pretense in my alpha female domina display, and yet I always <laughs> Maintain the utmost of an ultra-feminine, whimsical, <laughs> upbeat pleasantness, a polite and sensually powered tenderness. I shall sweetly caress your cheeks as I seductively <laughs> whisper and purr terror into your ears. Erotic little tidbits and treasures you shall proudly cherish as you reminisce your submission and service to me. Why haven't we never done this before, Travis? BDSM erotica entertainment is highly physical in nature, and what makes it exceptionally delicious for me is the sensually powerful synergy the psychological brings. Yeah, yeah. Well, definitely a Q follower. Yeah. <laughs> the mind is the most intricate and wonderfully vast of all arenas, truly my favorite playground to torment, thus with my sinfully seductive spell cast upon you, your body and mind melding into one, I capture in prison and render you utterly helpless, vulnerable, and in deeply hypnotic subspace. The decadent possibilities are endless. You're simply my little toy. DS erotica power play psychodrama theatrics titillate me immensely. Wow. And experimental loyalty subjects are always the tastiest of delicious special treats to be enjoyed and cherished, as I am always eagerly enthusiastic and willing to venture onto new erotic BDSM <laughs> horizons, proudly possessing the debaucherous, sensualist curiosity, generosity, and talent to offer a truly unforgettable experience. Having full confidence, you shall utterly adore special time willingly held captive in my royal dungeon chamber approach if you dare <laughs> so here are her specialties i'm going to try to run through them all age play which is funny since she's a QAnon follower oh. behavior modification bondage duct tape rope leather uh bond assange style etc light too. caging and abandonment which is uh the way i love jake canine training corporal punishment cosplay Cross-dressing, edge play, equestrian training, erotic electroplay, erotic sensual domination, executive fetish, extended sessions, face slapping, a favorite of mine, <laughs> falaka bastinado, which uh, I think is like you smack someone's like 
um, legs with like sticks and stuff. Uh, fetish escort, financial domination and blackmail. Read disclaimer. <laughs> Fire and ice play, flogging, food play, foot. US six point five heel boot worship. Dedicated site at link coming soon. Hair pulling, hot wax play, human furniture, hypnosis, interrogation, maid training, mummification, saran wrap to casting, casting on six hour plus sessions only, paddling, partial or full body facial shaving, public and private humiliation and degradation, puppy and pet play scenarios, role play, boss, doctor, mother, nanny, nurse, teacher, etc., sensory deprivation, signal bullwhipping, sissy training, smoking fetish, Spanking, OTK, horse, etc. Sploshing, which I don't know what that is. It sounds amazing. <laughs> Suspension, tickle torment, and water bondage. Uh, Wait, before you continue, can we just go back to one really quick? Um, mummification? <laughs> yeah. Is that a thing? It will be. I've prepared some ceram wrap for you. Anyways, I think the QAnon dominatrix is one of the more positive QAnon believers I've come across. I think there's a real market in the QAnon community for this kind of thing. They are gluttons for punishment. In fact, QAnon believers are constantly being domed by reality, so it's an easy transition to get on all fours nude and wear a dog collar while the Countess paddles you mercilessly. Come on the show, Countess Whip, and rap Jake in saran wrap. It'll be fun. I'm down. Well, thank you very much uh, for listening to the episode. Hope, hopefully you really enjoyed it. If you want to hear more of these premium episodes, we're going to be booting up to like four, I think, a month uh, very soon. Right now we have two coming out every month. Go to patreon.com slash Anonymous. To all of our patrons, you've, you know, really allowed us to grow recently and it's it's been wonderful. So a big thank you again. It's not a conspiracy. It's fact.